welcome back to the Can of Thoughts podcast. This is your host, Isabella Pasquale. It's been several months since I've had another episode, and uh, I wanted to explain. I'd almost been murdered a couple months ago, and I've been recovering from those related injuries. Uh, it's pretty heavy stuff. Uh, but I'm going to discuss something else in this episode. So I was recently on the Multiracial White Boy podcast with producer and director Kim Noonan, and we were discussing our experiences as mixed-race individuals living in the United States. Uh, so you're about to hear a little excerpt from my episode, uh, which it's a pretty fascinating story, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate, especially with the upcoming generations in the new face of America. Anyway, check out the Multiracial White Boy podcast where Kim Noonan, he interviews a lot of key players in Hollywood. And of course, tune into the Canada Thoughts podcast. I have a lot more coming for you guys, and I appreciate all the support. And we're going to tackle many more hard questions. Talk soon. So you keep mentioning that, that people think you're an activist. They think you're, uh, you know, have a sense of heiress, you know, maybe privilege because you came from, you know, like your the background of your mother's background, the historical rich background of your, your mother. But with your upbringing, you know, I'm curious because you were mixed and obviously pretty intelligent Were people kind of blindsided by how articulate you were and seem like, you know, a pretty good amount about your own family history. Well, there's my identity that's uh, that I know of. And then there's the projection other people have put on me. In America, yes, I am still black and people project what they will. And growing up, I've always had the worst expectations from people imposed onto me with myself being mixed. And I look a bit, people are confused. They think I'm Latino. I'm not Latino. And, uh, you know, of course, in school, people call me the N word or chink or all kinds of different things, you know, and in life, I took that. But that's it built a shell and it built a, a sense of understanding. I understand a lot of those people, they grew up in, in a bubble. For myself, you know, I'm fortunate that, you know, pretty much majority of my mother's uh, or my maternal side of my generation were mixed race. And uh, I grew up in all kinds of different communities, and I was pretty much the odd one out, fish out of water, with myself being one of the only uh, people, kids of color in a school in some situations. Uh, or I'd be the only uh, kid of black descent or the only Asian kid around. It forced myself, you know, throughout my entire life. I, I have this, this frame of mind where I have to be the best that I can be because I'm trying to beat their uh, confirmation bias from what they've heard because of a lack of exposure. Let's say they've only seen people from a certain socioeconomic background and they project that, you know, as their, uh, as their understanding. And with myself, it's like, I completely offset their belief system. It's like, this guy's intelligent. He hauls ass. He makes things happen, you know, with his limited resources. He's not some privileged trust fund kid, or he was not grandfathered into companies. He's a go-getter. This is interesting. If he can compete and be in the social circles of these trust funders and, you know, all kinds of different people who they wouldn't normally associate with somebody like me, then I guess I've been I've been an honorary member of those cliques, I guess you could say. Well, I've mentioned on this podcast before that I'm an honorary an honorary member of the white community because I grew up 
with a white family. I'm a transracial adoptee from Vietnam who happens to be really mixed and all over the place. So is that what you're suggesting that you're kind of more steeped in whiteness? <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that I have my own identity. Uh, but what is that say- though? What is that? Cause I, I think that's what all mixed people want to do. They just want to be have. I feel like we, we have our own identity. We get constant expectations like you talked about. So what is yours specifically? That's uh, an interesting question. I, I mean, with I'm Isabella, that's who I am. And uh, I've been in certain situations where I kind of feel like the outlier. When I'm with my Filipino family, I am Filipino, but I have my other identity and I am pretty American. And I have other members who they've been here for, you know, 30, 40 years. Uh, but they still have their tribalistic sensibilities, in which case some people, they live in only their community, even if they've been in the States, you know, for decades, in which case that really, it limits their uh, opportunities. And when I'm on my Haitian side, the same thing as well, you know, but also it goes even, it's a bit more complicated in the Haitian side because I'm not of black American ancestry. I'm of Haitian ancestry and it's there's there's all kinds of different things like in the black community there are the african americans there are the africans there are the caribbeans and there's some colorism and there's some other conversations and there's a lot there's some i guess some infighting but of course it comes down to empathy and understanding uh i guess you could say i'm assimilated into american culture and other people on both sides of my family aren't in some ways, you know, so it's, it's a bit complicated and, and I understand, you know, you're uh, an adoptee and you have your identity and you, you were brought in by a wonderful family. As far as my dynamic, you know, I, I'm the son of immigrants and I have, I, there's this thing that I coined the American reset button. And uh, what that means is that, I'm afforded an opportunity to define myself however I want. I don't have this, you know, generations long family legacy, at least in the States to live up to. And so it affords me a freedom and a motivation to push forward and define myself versus let's say somebody who, you know, their parents were, you know, they met in the Korean war and they came here in the States and that's that there's still the American identity here. I start fresh. So that's a, a beautiful thing for me. 